0: time for another edition of get to know our podcast where we get to know people in our community and we're certainly going to get to know this young lady because she just joined our storm team as our latest meteorologist and welcome to the low country please Olivia Lawrence and Olivia uh, welcome to storm team two welcome to Charleston we're happy to have you here
1: definitely I'm super excited to be here and obviously joining a team as great as storm team two and getting to know the low country and you know the area itself
0: All right, we know where you went to school, or we'll talk about that in a little while, but let's go back to the beginning. You know, when you were a little girl growing up, uh, we all have those moments in our lives where weather kind of comes to the forefront. Which one do you remember that really kind of pushed you on the path that you're on right now?
1: Right. So definitely, you know, as a young girl, I grew up in northern New Jersey. That's where most of my family is centrally located. And, you know, growing up, even at a very young age, I loved to star watch. I would always go out to my front porch and take out the telescope, which is way out of date by now, and look up at the moon and the stars. And being from northern New Jersey when I was about eighth grade, so 13 or 14, my town actually got severely impacted by hurricanes Irene and Sandy, um, I'm sure a lot of people remember those storms and my town was the inland town most impacted in terms of you know, financial and agricultural loss. So getting to experience that first person, it definitely gave me an appreciation for the weather and you know, how it can disrupt an environment and a culture of people. So from there, I just realized it was something I really wanted to study and learn the science behind
0: uh i remember i got the chance to fly into sandy right before it made landfall back in uh, 2012 and and i remember the science officer on board saying this is going to do a lot of damage because the wind field had spread out to just a thousand miles so uh, when you're hearing about sandy and then you see it up close and personal what what was going through your mind as as a younger child
1: right so it was definitely very scary Um, where i'm from it's pretty mountainous my high school mascot was the mountaineer uh, there's a lot of really old trees where I'm from and with that said those are the trees that you know Came down during the storm and being in my house We had I think ten twelve trees go down just on my property alone that were relatively close to the house It was pretty scary to be there and it was mostly at night that it hit my area so Combine loud scary booms <laughs> rain wind and darkness it really kind of was the perfect storm like we all love to say and I think You know, my school was out of power for 21 days after Hurricane Sandy hit our area. Uh, So, you know, just having your life displaced that much, it was very impactful to say the least. And now looking back and having gotten to study it, obviously that storm was once in a lifetime, took, took all the right ingredients to make it what it was.
0: So now you, you're growing up, and you've still got this memory in your mind, and then you decide what you want to do as a career, and you've got to pick a school. So you picked...
1: I picked Penn State, so I kind of wanted somewhere that was relatively close to home. If mom and dad needed to get to me, they could, and you know, a couple times they did, but I really did want to go somewhere that was a bigger school. Um, obviously, I stuck in the Big Ten. I graduated high school with just under 200 kids, so I grew up in a small town, and I kind of wanted to burst the bubble, as people say. So I went to a school that ultimately, by the time I was leaving, it felt like it had its own bubble, but Penn State was like home to me, and I always say it was the best four years, and if I could do it again, I would, you know, in a heartbeat. Um, And they have a really great meteorology program. That was the number one, you know, factor that drew me to the school, and obviously, you know, having experienced both the communications college there and the meteorology college, I'm so grateful for the students and teachers that I got to learn from and the experience I had.
0: So meteorology, a lot of folks may or may not realize that it. it is a major, that you can go for four years, and you can take different routes. What kind of drew you to the broadcast part?
1: Yeah, so I definitely always knew that, you know, I wanted to be able to reach people and make an impact on people. You know, from a young age, I loved performing. I danced. I sang. Um, I always just loved that aspect of being able to put a smile on somebody's face and before i knew that i wanted to study a science like meteorology i knew i wanted to be able to be a positive impact on you know a large group of people so kind of getting to study meteorology from a broadcasting side and know that one day i would end up on the news and be able to bring a smile to people's faces be it you know in the mornings in the evenings or even at the midday show i think it was kind of a perfect combination for me
0: So you're going through your training and you have meteorology classes and the communication classes um what was probably the hardest part uh melding the two together i know is is really tough because you know a lot about the weather but you got to communicate it in a certain way
1: yeah i think the number one thing for me in terms of you know my classes was kind of finding the balance like you said it's really easy to get wrapped up in one class or another and i think you know for different people science may be harder or communicating may be harder Um, a lot of people don't love public speaking that's never been something i shy away from but I think being able to communicate a science to people who, you know, didn't necessarily study that at school in an easy and seamless way was the challenge. And I think that, you know, getting to work with a lot of the people that I did, be it advisors or just professors who have been in the industry, did a really great job at preparing me to be able to speak on something so technical in maybe less technical terms.
0: So... All of a sudden, you graduate from Penn State back in May, and it's time to find a job. And I'm sure mom and dad say, okay, it's time to find a job. And just like you are. So kind of go through the process. I know how we found you, but what, what goes on behind the scenes looking for a job in this business?
1: Right. So I think overwhelmed would be an understatement. Um, so coming out of Penn State, like you said, I graduated in May, and I had what we call a demo reel. So it's basically just... You know, highlights and edited together clip of all of the experience that I have broadcasting and you know doing the news, doing the weather. And once you know you edit that together and it's kind of the best of what you've got, you submit it, you post it online, and news stations are able to find that, see that, and reach out to you if they're looking for somebody to fill a role that your experience would apply to. Um, And at that point, I had probably upwards of 25 or 30 stations who were reaching out doing interviews, you know, excited to get me out there, fly me there, or just, you know, Zoom interview in the world we live in today. But ultimately, I'm so glad that I've ended up at a station like this. And it was really easy from the start to know that people here are going to be more than welcoming and excited to have me as a new member of the team. So after a couple interviews, I actually got the chance to fly down to Charleston, obviously see the area. And, you know, having been in downtown west ashley and mount pleasant i decided it was my future home and i would sign a contract and be here for the next couple of years
0: and we're so happy you did talking about weather you come from a place it's cold and here it is when we're recording this in early december and we're in the 70s so how, how are you going to relate to that especially during the winter time when you're probably used to some cold and snow which we don't get that often
1: yeah definitely so definitely up home it's colder and i knew i wanted to come to the south i knew i wanted to of stay away from the northeast just because that's where i've been used to forecasting and where i grew up most of my life i was in new jersey and pennsylvania so i wanted to come somewhere with a warmer climate and you know speaking to next year i'm excited to get the chance to forecast for hurricanes in a different way than i would up in new jersey um it's definitely warmer than i would you know (laughs) be accustomed to and i walk into work without a jacket on and everybody tells me i'm crazy for it but I think I'll make an adjustment and you know, come summer of next year when it's really hot, hopefully I'm used to it.
0: You have a great story about your brother, and for those here in South Carolina will understand this, he your last name is Lawrence, but his first name is
1: Yeah, my brother's <laughs> first name is Trevor, so coming into the area, you know, we got a lot of Clemson fans here, not to mention the USC fans, but it's definitely interesting hearing everybody talk about Clemson as much as they are because even though I'm from New Jersey and my brother is not the Trevor Lawrence, he is Trevor Lawrence. He's my own Trevor Lawrence, and obviously everybody has their, their football fans, whether it's you know high school, college, even NFL, and now he is in the NFL. But my brother did play college football as well, so we've been knowing about Clemson's Trevor Lawrence for about as long as I can remember.
0: So just throw that name out there, and it uh, it might get you a free meal every now and then. Yeah, my brother's Trevor Lawrence. Exactly. But, so so now you're here, and you're going to be doing our weekend evenings um, and other things during the week. And I know you have one really interest that I have an interest in, and that's watching the stars and the planets and all the cool things happening in the sky. Uh, where did that interest come from?
1: Definitely. So like I said, I you know coming from New Jersey, we have a lot of summer storms. Definitely at nighttime. Once it starts to cool off, we get those big thunder hurricanes. Um, And I have always loved seeing the moon and seeing the stars and checking the phases of the moon and the planets that, you know, are in my view or in other people's view across the country or even the globe. And I think that, you know, it gives you a perspective on the world we live in and how much else there is out there. I think it's not hollowing, but it definitely puts you in your place and you realize how much there is a bigger world out there um, and I love looking at the stars I think it's something that interests a lot of people and so that's definitely something I want to bring into you know my career here and I'm I'm hoping to do a show that I get to tell people about what they can expect in their night sky
0: I love that so not officially started yet in terms of being on the air, but you've been behind the scenes. So in the next couple of years, what, what are you hoping to accomplish? I know you, we all wanna grow as a meteorologist and, and the thing about weather, you can go to school and learn about it, but really we know we're in a classroom every day. We learn something new about the weather every single day.
1: Yeah, definitely. I am so much so the type that, you know, throw me in the fire and I'll figure a way out myself. I'm definitely excited to be in the field and, you know, practically forecasting for an area, like I said, that I'm not super familiar with. I think you can grow exponentially by putting yourself in a place that's not necessarily the most comfortable, and I think that it's easier said than done once you get into that uncomfortable position. It's kind of like, uh uh-oh, where do I go from here? But I'm definitely excited to be, you know, in Charleston, in South Carolina generally, somewhere that I'm not familiar with, and I will have a lot to learn
0: what do you want to see and do most here in especially the charleston area we're right next to the ocean so a lot of uh young folks come here haven't been to the beach a lot and they're going to the beach a lot
1: definitely so like i said i'm from new jersey the beach is a a big component of my life up up north and i definitely want to get to the beaches down here once it comes you know summer season and i think sailing would be something fun to do it's not something i've ever done i've never been on a sailboat Uh, my mom grew up in long island and she sailed as a kid and She was all excited at the opportunity for me to get to do so here, so I think that'd be a fun adventure to take on.
0: And the great part about living here also is you're three hours from the mountains, so you can do hiking and all those kinds of things. And uh, let's talk about your mom. Uh, We immediately connected because she's a Green Bay Packers fan and and I married uh, a young lady She's still young, uh, from Green Bay, and a huge Packers fan. So when your mom comes down here, we've got to go watch a Packers game together.
1: Yeah, my mom, she's a football fan generally. (laughs) She has a couple favorite teams, and the Packers are up there. So definitely we'll get to a a backer bar or something like that.
0: All right, so Big Ten, now you're SEC country and ACC country. Uh, How does that play into uh, watching football games for you? I'm sure Penn State obviously is going to be number one, but – you, you may have to adopt another team uh, closer to home, so to speak.
1: Definitely. I think it's definitely interesting coming down here from the north. There's a lot of NFL teams that a lot of people, you know, associate with, be it the Giants, the Bills, like my mom, the Packers. But I think coming down south, I think, but what I've noticed is a lot of people are fans of college football, uh, much more so than I'm used to. And obviously, you know, I do have to stick with my alma mater, but I've been told I have to pick Clemson or South Carolina, <laughs> so we'll see what I end up with, and it, I'll definitely be happy to cheer on any college athlete. For
0: you, it might be an easier decision because your brother's name is Trevor Lawrence, right, so people like- assume that you're you're already pulling for the orange. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, Olivia Lawrence, it's great to have you on our team and uh, our viewers are going to love you and get to know you a lot uh, as we're getting to know you right now. So uh, if someone was done, wants to connect with you, uh, maybe via social media, how can they connect with you?
1: Totally. So my Instagram and my Twitter handle are lawrence wx for weather. Um, and my email is olawrence at wcbd.com. So if anybody has any stories they'd like me to cover, or just wants to say hello, feel free to message me, email me, whatever you like.
0: Okay, that's Olivia Lawrence, the latest member of Storm Team 2, and we're happy to have her on the team, and I know you'll be seeing a lot of her in the coming days and weeks and months and hopefully years to come. Well, that's our latest podcast, Get to Know. I hope you've had a chance to get to know Olivia, uh, as you will here very, very soon. I'm Storm Team 2 Chief Meteorologist Rob Fowler. Until next time, may all your days be sunny.